What do you want to talk about first? Why I'm lucky to be here or Lance's fancy snack pack he brought? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with Lance's fa- fancy snack pack. Kyle made a point before I hit the record button that Lance has always got something good to drink, and now he's got snacks. Well, first thing yeah. I notice, he's usually drinking, I think, what, bubbly? Yes. Yeah, we he's, changed He's brands. cheating on bubbly with, uh, what is that, Lance? That's this it. is uh, Polar Seltzer. Hmm. Polar, but it's it's orange vanilla. It tastes like a um, like an orange cream sickle. Huh. Have, have you changed brands or? These just happen to be on sale at Publix. So. Oh no, protein shake. I see. No, it's over there oh. by the TV. Oh yeah, he's got it. He <laughs> hadn't unpacked everything yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's brought a little child size <laughs> yogurt. Yeah. It's got two uh, sections of it, and one of them has nothing in it. Yeah. That's, uh, you so, call it a lunchable. So what? Right? what well, I, 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 I dumped the uh, peanut butter cups into the oh, Greek yogurt cups. Also, so it's, it's a two-part. It's like an epoxy. It's yeah. a two-part mix. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Except you can eat this, unlike epoxy. I don't know. That looks like that might harden in the system. Well, y'all, y'all were running just a few minutes behind. There, there was a car rider situation that had to happen. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I'm lucky to be here. I've got two stories. Uh, the first one, I'd like to thank Lance. Uh, he was my ride tonight. Uh, the family was away uh, at soccer tryouts, and uh, we've all been there. Hmm. You reach that moment where you realize you have no idea where your keys are. Ooh. So I scurried around for <clears throat> 10, 15 minutes. You know, you check spots that you know your keys are never going to be. Right. Like your sock drawer. Right. You check them two or three times. But with, with Catherine's history, <laughs> they could be in the light bulb box. She likes we to don't... tuck things yeah. in, in odd places. <laughs> yeah. So... The unfortunate part is we were out of town this weekend, so I haven't actually laid eyes on my keys since last Ooh, Thursday. Man. So it's hard to go back and trace back where they could possibly be. Like on a scale of 1 to 10 at this very moment, with your keys still being in limbo, where where are you at 1 to 10? on? Is panic the right word? I don't know if panic's the right Or concern. Let's call it concern. Well, I've definitely got concern because I've only got one set of keys okay. to my truck. Yeah, that's tough. That's what's, that's what's causing the yep. concern. You know, they usually turn up, Kyle. That's what I'm. Yeah. That's what I'm hanging my hat on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a, and it's not as easy as it used to be these days. This is first world problems, but it, basically all vehicles now have the remote key system, where it's not just call a locksmith. They come out, mm-hmm. you know, cut your key, and you're good to go. It's it's a whole system involved, which I had to. Yeah, you had to go through that. Yeah, I had to go through that with my wife's if inability I, to keep up with keys. So. If I remember, it's very pricey. Yeah, it's not cheap. Yeah. Yeah, it's especially a, that to come to your house. Yeah, big pain. Well, Ryan, who do you think is going to find their keys faster? Because Timmy actually <laughs> has been missing her keys for I would say about two weeks now. Wow! So I'm actually very concerned about that. <laughs> but we we have two sets of them. So oh, two weeks. That's that key. Might they're be not gone. coming it's back. Gone. I'm pretty worried. I will say, y'all have different situations because I have been in the when Jessica, when my wife lost two sets of keys. My immediate thought was to blame my children. Why, because why, did, I, why did you give air quotes when you said my wife? Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you, yeah, let's cut, that, cut that part out. Uh, For our listeners. Yeah. I, I was ready to blame, like, my two- or three-year-old, you know, although oh, hide. Jack's mm. good at hiding stuff. He'll hide something just for fun. You don't have that excuse. Lance's could be a kid's hiding the keys accidentally situation. So... For him, it's just narrowing it down to which kid. Right. For you, it's it could be anything. Well, we've on. got a key problem on this pod. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, didn't Lance, you lose your outside keys at one point? 
Oh yeah, we, yeah, we definitely lost the outside keys. Were those ever found? No, remember they were mysteriously replaced. That's right. Oh yeah, <laughs> they just right. showed up. Right. It's gonna be real weird if those <laughs> if the if your car keys mysteriously show back up. I think based days. on our problems, yeah. we need to look into like tile. Have you seen the tiles? Mm-hmm. That's you know. Yes. They, there's bound to be a sponsorship there yeah. for us. Yeah. Because we, we got some if key we, This is a great integration ad right here. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, if we find Timmy's keys, we're definitely getting yeah. the tile thing. Yeah. There's just one problem. You have to attach the tile to the Do keys. keys yeah. Yeah. So so wait a minute. I know y'all made fun of me for like my seltzer, my yogurt, and everything, but I'm sitting over here staring at across the table mm. at a really weird combination of stuff right here. <laughs> I'm looking at like a big old Sonic cup that probably has like a cherry limeade or something. Well, in it. it's half sweet, half unsweet tea. But yep. right next to it, I guess Kyle decided after he had his Sonic that he needed to pick up some ammunition. So there looks like a box of about 59 millimeter Luger and brought it bullets. To the, brought it yep. to the pod. Well. <clears throat> to be honest with you, you can't ever be too safe no. anymore, Lance. Even going to Sonic, yeah. there's a lot of riffraff. <laughs> you, you weren't going to like hold the place up and then decide no, to no, get no, a cherry limeade No, no, it was, uh, it was all self-defense oh, okay. related. I, I like how you're just going to throw them at people, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's how I'm going to do it. Well, I've gotten so good, I can hit them with the spit end of, hold them and hit them with the end of my finger. Put them in the straw and yeah, spit them through yeah, the straw. Exactly. So, Lance, how was your first Uber experience? Wait, my first Uber experience? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I mean, basically, you're Uber now. Uber to- <laughs> Did you get five stars? I'm going to give him five stars. Okay, good. Yeah. He was awesome. he wasn't overly talkative, but yeah, just <laughs> right. enough. Yeah, just enough. <laughs> he did actually get lost once. Oh. Yep. That's a true story. Yeah. He had, had to point him in the right direction. Okay, well that happened. He kept on saying, "Where are you going?" And I was telling him about where we're going to vacation. And I was like, "I told you we're going to Florida." And he's like, "No, where are you going now?" And I said, the Adam's house. <laughs> are we going to the podcast? Or are we going on vacation now? Lance was headed home. I had to, to redirect <laughs> right. to the podcast. Reroute. <laughs> we we made it here though. Well, glad you guys made it. Five stars. Well, we recommend. Lance, you didn't uh, call out the stack of uh, common denominator yeah, stickers new, sitting next to the bullets. We've got some new swag, boys. Well, I just expected those to be there. Yes. Nice. Is that a uh, ladies' color, like a pink? Yeah. Yeah, we went with a purple. Yeah. Look so, uh, my, where yeah, do those come from? My next door neighbor gave me those about six months ago, and I every time y'all come over, I keep thinking to, to hand them to you, and I keep forgetting. So there you go. With every box of ammunition comes yeah, 25 right. common denominator <laughs> stickers. <laughs> That's tonight only. Yeah, tonight and tonight only. <laughs> Well, I was going to save this story for later, but since I almost didn't make it to the podcast, I felt like this one fits in. I've got a prop. The prop, ma- the prop master. got my usual Publix bag down yeah, here the prop with bag. my props. Oh. This is my new necklace. So Ryan just put a broken extension cord oh, yeah, over his neck. Two feet worth. Yeah, so it was hedge trimming time. <laughs> Ooh. And I've got an electric set of hedge trimmers. Got all the way done. Got all the way around the, the side of my house. Three extension cords, you know. Oh, yeah. Cobbled together. And... All of a sudden, there is a huge flame ball that shoots out of the end of my uh, head trimmers. I'm like, what in the world? And they automatically stop. I'm standing there, you know, pushing the trigger over and over. These things just will not fire back up. I'm like, well, I guess the engine blew. I guess I'm out of gas. (laughs) Well, no. (laughs) Evidently, somehow, I got tangled up in the cord, and I cut the electric Mm. cord to my electric Cut it clean, I might add. And it was just this open end right here was just laying next to my leg right in the yard. Could have been electrocuted. May not have been here tonight, but I've luckily missed it by inches. And uh, Well, I'm glad you're here. Yeah, the you. things us dads really do to keep our places looking mm-hmm. nice and underappreciated. I mean, it's we're laying our lives on the line to trim bushes, mow. I mean, you think about it. Ryan, I have been there many times. In fact, my 100-foot extension cord has at least three different spots that I've had to to fix. 
So ironically, this past Sunday, I bought a 40-watt hedge trimmer. He's going battery. Let me tell you. Adam is going Game green. changer. You know what? Harbor Freight, shout out. I'm we, loving some Harbor Freight. I need to get stock. We've all got about a million things from Harbor Freight. Man. So not only do I have the hedge trimmer and the blower, I have an electric chainsaw, which, I mean... He's like one attachment away from starting a landscaping business. <laughs> a, a very low wattage When he gets an electric business. push mower, he's yeah. game over. He can cut one or two branches. He's got to charge yeah, back charge up. Charge my battery. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'm, I've got uh, full disclosure. I'm pretty impressed with it. It's the hedge trimmer especially is very strong. Like, I had a gas-powered hedge trimmer that quit a couple of years ago. And the thing weighed like 50 pounds. This is pretty light. It's it cuts really good. And the best thing is there's no hundred foot extension cord I got yeah. wheel out. So that was my next question. Adam referenced, are you going to repair mm. this cord? Or are you going to go for a new one? It seems like a lot of effort right now in my life. <laughs> <laughs> if you find ask your keys, to, ask me tomorrow, yeah. Cal. After I find my keys, if, and, if uh, the answer may be yes. Okay. You're but, you're looking at a minimum hour to fix that thing properly. Yeah, yeah it's not fun. It was only a twenty footer, so probably, yeah, no, that's I pretty expensive. Probably not worth it. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was a hundred. Yeah, you might want to invest well, in a hundred foot. Thank you instead for your of service. Adding three different ones around the house. So, in the frenzy that Lance and I, you know, came in in, in a whirlwind here, we forgot to say, uh, "Welcome to the podcast." Hey, yeah. this is Ryan. Ten minutes Adam in. to my left, Kyle and Lance. We haven't introduced ourselves in a while. Yeah. So we decided for today uh, to come up with a very mildly creative way to tell the same stories we would always tell just in a different right. forum new yeah. format so i sent out a little text to play the game mad sad glad mm-hmm. full, full disclosure did everybody know what that game was mm-hmm. yes no i've played it with the kids i mean i, I no that's <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway you cut it no it's yes <clears throat> so i didn't do you know. now you now know what it is. I think you just tell a story okay. that made you mad or sad or glad, right? right? That's basically You got common sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You got it. You pretty much nailed it. I, I don't know how long this game's been around. We've probably been playing it for like a year or maybe two yeah. in our house. And it, game's not right. The, really the right word. We play with our kids around the dinner table. It's a way to get them to talk about their day. Yep. So we're going to play a little dad version of mad, sad, glad. Let's right. see where it goes. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Who's going to fire up one first? Are we going mad first? We're going I think we should order. go mad. Okay, yeah. I think we're kind of on the mad and end of work uh, our the way. spectrum already. Yeah, let's work our way let's to the happy stuff. Yeah, let's end get on a the, good note. Yeah, let's, yeah, that's a good idea. All right, so I'll go first. I've got a, I've got one loaded in the chamber here. We've got a couple job sites in northern Alabama, which is two, two and a half hours from where I work. So we go down there about once every two weeks. So last week was a week to go down there, kind of check on the construction site, just make an appearance, make sure everything's going okay. I get back on the interstate. Y'all are familiar with kind of coming that direction. Once you get to the state line, it's kind of hilly there for a minute. You're kind of going up and down the hills on the interstate. Well, I could kind of see like, man, traffic's like heavy. Like, well, what's up with traffic? It's got to be tractor trailers or something holding up traffic. Well, as I kind of work my way up and, you know, kind of do the weaving thing in and out to kind of gain some positions big f1 fan so they call those overtakes in f1 (laughs) so i'm doing some overtaking and once i get in eye range i can i've determined what's happened to the traffic we're running 65 70 at best in the left lane so this motorcycle gang have there's probably 
25 of them maybe are in the left lane and they're average anywhere from 65 to 73 depending on if they're going up a hill up age or, down. or speed but both it, mm-hmm. it was a wide range but the worst part about it was mm-hmm. after they got past a slower vehicle or, or a freight tr- truck or something three or four of them would merge into the right lane and hold the traffic back mm-hmm. i have never seen road rage from people I, I was to, I was really mad at first, but then I was like, this is getting out of hand. Somebody's about mm-hmm. to get hurt. Because, I mean, there were people going ballistic, running up on them. Like, and and they, don't get me wrong, they were bringing it on themselves. Mm-hmm. But, man, it was getting ugly quick. Uh, I mean, there was people passing them in the emergency lane. I just cannot, for the life of me, understand how you could be that arrogant on the road in a motorcycle. <clears throat> Because there's no scenario where they win in that mm-hmm. situation. And this happened, I was just past the state line, all the way to Franklin where it breaks into three lanes. And it looked like the Indy 500 let loose. Yeah. And, I mean, people were, I've never seen so many birds flying. I, I mean, there were even people like jerking their wheel at them. Just, I mean, it was complete rage. They were probably feeding off that too. Oh, yeah. They were, point, they, they were having it. a good time. They yeah. were... It, they were two or three of them would do it, and then the next two or three, would, and they would merge back in as they would come up on slower traffic. As soon as that traffic got past, they would do that again. So, man, like I said, I've I've seen a lot of road rage. I've participated in some road rage probably, but I've never seen anything like that. And that went on for, like I said, 50 miles probably. Mm. It got to the point I considered getting off the interstate. If I wouldn't have been pressed for time a little bit, I would have probably just gotten off the interstate sit for 15, 20 minutes or something to let all that get passed because I legitimately thought somebody's about to fire some shots or run somebody off the road or something like that. Or stick so, a pipe in a spoke. Yeah, That's anything. Yeah, I mean, so that was my that was my mad, something I've never seen before. But come on, motorcycle gang, if you're listening to this, don't do it. That, that uh, vein in your head oh, is yeah. popping out just now. I'm not sure I can top that. I do have a mad, though. It's, uh, it is... It is father-related or parent-related. Uh, I've turned into, I think we've talked about before, the lights on in the house in a room where nobody's at. just drives me crazy. And uh, my girls share a bathroom downstairs, and the light over their sinks constantly stay on. They have double sinks, so they have the, the three bulbs on each sink. Constantly stay on, in, in there, out there. And I'm constantly telling them to turn it off. So finally, I lost it a few days ago. And I went in there and said, you know what? And I unscrewed all the bulbs <laughs> except for one. I was like, I'll show them. You know, last night I came down and there were, that one bulb was still, still burning. burning. Like, man, what am I going to have to do? Like, pull all the bulbs out? I think you got to go dark. <laughs> turn the light off. They'll probably just get a flashlight and use that. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there and done that. Uh, you cut your electricity uh, by about 75%, though. <laughs> yeah, you did I'm do screwing that. those out of the yeah. way, so. I'm sure. And they're <laughs> L- such a dad move. Yeah, right it there. is. Yeah. And they're LED bulbs. I mean, they're right. burning about a quarter of a cent a month. But it's on principle. Bulb. It is. It's total yeah. principle. Turn I think off. my dad at one time, I'll try to remember <clears throat> if he did it to my mom or what was the case, but there was a closet that was always notorious, and he put duct tape on the light switch <laughs> so you could turn it up to try to make his point. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was my mom he did that too. I well, have to follow up on that. You know, that. my my wife used to leave the fan on in the shower, you know, over your oh, you know, yeah, vent yeah. or whatever. And I put a timer on that one. <laughs> so now it's like it can only stay on for ten minutes or twenty minutes or whatever it is. It won't just stay on. Yours is like the hotel. Your bathroom's like the hotel. Oh yeah. Not only do you have vents, you also have a timer on the fan. 
<laughs> we'll put one on the faucet too. Yeah. Well, besides being mad about my key, uh, you know, my wife's keys being gone, since I've already told that story, um, I'll tell a little lighthearted one about Jackson, my son. He was upstairs in our loft playing with like a little Nerf gun, and um, so our loft has like a little railing um, on the edge of it, and from the railing, there's open space from you know, there's just you know, open space over to like this ledge that goes over our doorway. So basically, if you know something's on top of that ledge, I can't get it without getting up there with like a ladder. It's got like a little window, but it's all for looks. You know, you can put decorations and stuff up there. So, anyways, he's firing his Nerf gun around. He says, "Dad, watch this." I said, "Jackson, don't fire it. Don't fire it across that ledge." I said, "If you get that Nerf gun up there, I can't get it down." He said, "Oh no, no, I, I won't. I won't." He said, "Watch this." I said, "Don't do it. Don't do it." Sure enough, he fires the Nerf gun over there. So the bullet is just still sitting on top of the ledge because I'm too lazy to get a ladder to get it down. <laughs> but what made me so mad about it is like I deliberately told him, don't shoot it over there, don't shoot it over there, and he still did it. I love so, that you knew he was going to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's the intuition. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just the mind of a, yeah. uh, of a, of a boy, basically. Well, that's when you reach Jedi dad level. Yeah. You know what's coming. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, I've seen this. Everybody talks about mother's intuition, but oh, there, yeah. there's a dad intuition. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's different. And it deals deals with shenanigans. Yes. Like yes. we have an ability to see shenanigans coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They know there, like if that. there's some safety issues coming or some yeah. you know problems or yeah. they're about to pee their pants or something, dads know when something bad's about to happen. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. So yeah, it just really made me mad that he like deliberately disobeyed me like that. I think you got to leave it up there forever. I think it's still yeah, up this there. Is I believe. A, this is a learning experience. When he wants it, just just point to the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. there it, say where it's at. He'll he'll run, run, he'll remember the last time you disobeyed yeah. me? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, he'll run out of bullets. Well, I got a couple of mads. Um, I could tell you about today when Catherine walked up to my office and told me that she had washed my earpods. <laughs> oh, oh that that I left in my pocket. Right. I mean, it's not her fault. Right. But um, next to your keys. But it'll make you mad. Yeah. Yeah. Those aren't working anymore. Uh, but the one Did I, you go back or ice? I haven't gone back or ice. Is that is that I've seen that thing? work on the phone before, yes. You okay. kind of like, have to do the beach. it like immediately, though. Yeah, you might be a little late to the game. But try it still. It's worth a shot. I'll give it a whirl. You can still hear it through them, but they make a really high-pitched noise. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. It's, it's <laughs> like a dog whistle. <laughs> yeah, levels. That's, that's <laughs> what you want in your ear drum. <laughs> pretty sure it's not healthy to have those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not a good idea. But speaking of road rage, we came back from Atlanta this weekend, mm. and it was right after Chattanooga, before you get to Mont Eagle. There's oh, kind of yeah. a long stretch can I, there. Can I stop you there for a second? I just I just need some to, someone to explain to me why there's always traffic in Chattanooga around that area. I don't understand it. Not a single construction worker. Mm. No <clears throat> lane mergers, but a huge slowdown barrels. there and on the way yeah. back. Every time. Every time. It never fails. Yeah. I don't get it. Totally agree, Lance. Okay. Go We're going to have to get Lance on Chattanooga. So yeah. we got, we got through that. Feedback on this. It's his new next <laughs> yeah. thing. I'll, yeah. I'll report yeah. back. We'll get him to torch Chattanooga. <laughs> so we get through the Chattanooga traffic. We're up and running. All of a sudden, uh, everything starts slowing down. Well, get on the old ways, and it's to the point where the traffic is backed up so far on the interstate that they're saying one mile ahead, get off on this exit. You'll go some old back way get back on the mm-hmm, interstate, right. you know, five, ten miles down. Well, of course, everybody has yeah, waves right. with GPS these days. So then so, the exit uh, looks like a grid worse. Yep. Well, of course, what starts happening? People on the shoulder of the road. Oh, oh I hate it. Start. We've talked about this on our, our road etiquette episode. Mm-hmm. It starts happening. But it's not just one or two people. I've sat there, I would say within 15, 20 minutes, I've probably 30 people did mm-hmm. it. And I'm just sitting there boiling, but everyone, I'm just yeah. like, but 
I kind of want to do it, right? Because it's, so many people are doing, it, but I have, I've got standards. Yeah, you know? you've got more. I'm not going to yeah. cross the line. It's an emergency <laughs> lane, not a travel. And lane. your wife is a real follower. Yeah, right, big time. So I failed to mention we've got another dad with us that's riding back from the tournament. He's riding up front with me, and so I throw out, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it, but. I'll be danged if I'm going to let somebody mm. cut in front of me. Yeah, at any sneak point. that yeah. tire over a little bit. Oh, yeah. Well, sure enough, those words come back to haunt me because a tractor trailer or something has pulled over on the side of the road. So this person that's darting down the side all of a sudden can't go where they want to go. They've mm-hmm. got to merge back in. Well, he I see past him. all the people that he's just flown by. He's, yeah. he's driven That's, a mile oh, on the yeah. farm road, and everybody behind you is thinking, oh, this, yeah. "Don't anybody let that sucker in." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, of course, probably shouldn't have done this, but this is what I did. I step on the gas and blow my horn. Close the gap. Side note. I'm driving Adam's car that he sold me. It's got the worst horn. Oh yeah, that's America. not an angry horn. The Honda's not <laughs> an angry. I need change. to refund yes. all that horn. So as I do this, this guy—he's coming. He he loses his mind. I'm oh, telling boy. you, he is halfway out the window, turned around, screaming. Um, he, Everything he, you we saw scream. the bird. Uh, he he told me some things I and my family could do, and then. <laughs> The most funny part to me was he screamed, I'm almost out of gas. Whose fault is that? Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So this is my tack on to the road etiquette. Any grown man that is on a road trip, and I will tell mm-hmm. you before I got on the interstate, I had almost a half a tank. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and fill up just in case there's something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what a responsible grown man does. Yep. He doesn't wait till he's on E. A quarter tank's empty. No, half is empty yeah. to me. So, so did did he get in or not? Oh, he got in. Oh, yeah, because he was coming. He wasn't going to be denied. This guy yeah. was like part crazy. Just One of those me. guys, yeah, just, you just really think I, he could pull out the gun yeah. and use those bullets you've got on the table right. over there? Yeah, that's why I have those, so I can fire back at him. So, anyways, yeah, yeah. I, I was pretty jerk. ticked, but it's, it was a pretty yeah. funny story. He'll get his back. Yeah, he'll come. Karma will get him. Mm. All right, so that's so our, now that's we move on to Sat. All right. Who's going to be a leadoff hitter for sad? Men are good with sad. Yeah. We like to talk about that type of thing. Yeah. Well, I'll start. Um, and this is this is, this is is bottom of the barrel sad. So, you know, don't mean to make this a sad podcast, but had to put my dog down of, of um, 15 years. So, had the dog since I was 21 years old. So, he's, you know, he saw me through a lot of very important years. And um, it, was, That's the worst. it was just his time. And if you've never been through that situation, uh, it's man, it was just weird. It wasn't what I expected. Um, I expected him to go out like on a high note. Yeah. Like you know, you get to spend like one good last day with him, doing all kinds of fun. You stuff. You see those commercials where they ride him around, yeah. and then the dog just that doesn't. Happen. It didn't happen because he was just, and it and it happened so quick. He had, I think they said it was, um, I can't remember if they said a seizure, a seizure or a stroke. And he just, you know, sprawled out one night. And then, you know, about a week later, it was just I kind of made the call to take him to the vet. And, um, you know, we just talked about quality of life. And I was just like, you know, he's 15 years old. And they were kind of on the same page. And, and the whole process was just, it was just crazy. Um, yeah. it, it went it went very fast. Um, so, Dogs yeah. are the w- worst, best thing ever. Because you... I mean, they give you so many good memories, but there's that inevitable end that just 
99 percent of the time is never good it's always yeah. you know, sort of tragically in where you have to put them down or they die quickly or something like that but yeah. i have never recovered from my last i guess it was gosh it's been probably eight or ten years i don't know for sure but i haven't had a, i haven't gotten another dog because i just yeah it's too much but not to, not to make like light of the situation, but I I mean I actually was like googling like how, where to bury you know where how deep to bury like a dog, and they said like Gosh. you know like three feet is like the safe um, you know safe distance underground I guess to keep it, the dog away from like other animals and stuff like that. But man, I got about two and a half feet down. I tell you what, digging a hole, yeah, digging a hole, man, is not easy, especially uh, when it's dry like it's been. Yeah, well, but, when uh, you live in Gallatin, which is all rock, it's limestone. a rock city. I see Rock City. I got, I, so I got it down as far as I could, and and the kids actually took the whole process pretty well. Probably they didn't really understand completely what was going on because they kept on telling everybody like days and weeks later they were like we buried we they would just walk up to a random person and be like wade's in our backyard we just buried wade in the backyard and they would just like randomly tell what's somebody wade? that because that's he was our uncle right? yeah because that's like yeah <laughs> uncle wade. because that's what's on their mind uh jackson got a little bit teary-eyed because i think he kind of understood a little bit more yeah. than thea did but all in all they they actually took it probably way better than i did um but it was cool um, you know i'm glad the kids were there to kind of see him off so yeah. It's probably a blessing that they're as young as they are. Yeah. You know, a couple more years, it would have been, I think, probably yeah. tougher. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, my sad is not near as sad as that, but uh, my kid's last day of school was today, fourth grade and kindergarten. And, uh, so they're at home for the summer. That's yeah. a sad part. Uh, that is definitely a sad part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad for, for a variety of reasons. Um, but my daughter got, my oldest Ella got in the car today, and, you know, it's, Kids just don't want to go to school. I mean, that's that's no breaking news or anything, but for the most part. And she got in the car, and she's like, I don't want to be done with school or something like that. Like, I, I don't want it to be summer. I was like, golly, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. like for the first time, and she'll probably be the complete opposite tomorrow, but I mean, for the first time, she, she had grown such an attachment to not only her friends, but her teachers, of all things. Right. And, um, and she legitimately was, like, sad that school was over. It's like, wow. Yeah, just kind of made me sad a little bit, but well, we'll just send you to summer school then. Yeah, Boogie, Boogie Hauser action. So we we, we can find yeah. you a place to go. Yeah, no doubt. My so, uh, sort of along the same lines of Adams, you know, in a way. So my oldest is is seven, and kindergarten was pretty good for her, but of course that got all screwed up by COVID, and she never really got to finish, and never got closure on kindergarten, which was sad. But needless to say, that was a year ago. Um, but this year. We really, and we got a nice note from our teacher today uh, through the app. You know, everything's got an app now. But, like, hey, Emery's done great. She's one of the top students in the class. She is so ready for second grade. She's she's passed where she needs to be, the benchmarks for reading and, and everything, basically. And she, she made A on a roll last time. And uh, so that was cool to get that notes. But it kind of made me, last night was a good example. I've had this, like, terrible sinus headache for the past couple of days. And I got home yesterday, and it was just miserable. And I kind of sat down on the couch. I was like, "Hey, y'all, just give me a couple minutes. I'll get you something for dinner." You know, just yeah, I got I got to take a couple minutes. I'm getting a head, bad headache here. Emery's like, "Don't worry about it." So Emery proceeds to get two TV dinners out, reads the back of them, does all the instructions, microwaves her and my three year old a complete oh. dinner, fixes it, fixes their drinks, sets up their little table that they sit at basically feeds him 
you know, gets him everything he needs to eat, does all that, cleans it up, and I'm over here in just like a just a borderline migraine stupor. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll get y'all in the shower here in a minute. She's like, okay, well, I'll get our stuff together. Well, I, I muster up enough to, like, get up and headache mess and start to kick in a little bit. She is in the shower, or she's got Jack in the shower bathing him. Good grief. And getting him all situated, which it was a little bit haphazard, but still, you know, hit most of the major areas. The face got clean and, and you know. But anyways, I say that to say it's a little sad because I'm past the – does she really need me for everything stage of life? Uh, no, she doesn't because now she can cook her own meals and apparently bathe herself and her brother. And so it was kind of like a little moment of like, man, it was super proud, but a little bit sad too, because that, that stage of complete reliance on me and me needing to carry you to bed and put you to bed and do all that is slipping away quickly. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of my little sad dad moment I had this week. So, so she's preparing to change your diapers one day. Yes, that's exactly what we're – she'll be out of the house before we know it, and I'll be in the nursing home. So, When is she available next to babysit? <laughs> yeah, so, hey, that would be right up her alley. She's going to start a little business here for long. But, yeah, I was impressed with that, but I was, like I said, a little sad. So, Well, those were some good ones. I also lost a dog uh, within a week of Lance, so won't, won't go into that. Just uh, cause It's a very similar story to Lance's. But my other sad one uh, does not – fit in i mean y'all's were much more tugging at the heartstrings and serious mine's more from a dad perspective and i don't know if you guys have noticed the things we wear and the things we do are really not really considered cool anymore with, oh, the, yeah. with the younger generation it's we bad. don't care yep. i mean that's we we typically don't care <laughs> but i read an article the other day and had a, a realization that um it was an article about shoes and the most uncool shoes oh, that no. a dad or any man, really, <laughs> any man can possibly wear. Is this fixing to hit close to home? <laughs> well, it's close home to home for me. Oh, okay. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> but number one on the list. It's got, can, I, can, we, can I guess Yeah, it? I've got to guess as well. I've it's got to be the white New Balance with Velcro. That's one of them, but I've got another the guess. Air Monarchs? Or black. Crocs. The Air, what, the Air Monarchs. Crocs. Ding ding! Oh man, Crocs. that's a tough. That is a tough scene. Crocs for you. got shredded, and from my dad's perspective, <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, what a versatile shoe! Yeah. you can slip it on and off. <laughs> well, the first time I ever went fishing with you, trout fishing, <laughs> you wore Crocs. Right. Yeah. You can get them wet. Right. They dry within a matter of minutes. I mean, there's there's so much, so many pros <laughs> for my eyes for Crocs, but apparently, ladies. Um, find them hideous and very unattractive. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I was a little bit sad about it. Have you gotten Catherine's input on how she feels about your Crocs? Well, she bought me a pair of Crocs for my last birthday, I believe. Yeah. So I think she's okay with them. Well, that's She's the accepted me. Y'all have been married 15 years now? Yeah. So, yeah, it's an acceptance. I might as well just get them for them. I can at least get a color that's acceptable. And Well, yeah. I mean, full disclosure, you're wearing, I think, pretty cool shoes tonight. You're not, I, I mean, I see you wear Crocs, but it's only on, like, camping trips or if we're out doing something kind of well dirty. it could be he would like wear them he would have wore crocs probably tonight but he's a little bit shell-shocked <laughs> yeah i've got a little bit of a complex yeah. who's looking at me and what are right. they thinking yeah. what's the yeah mm, you I imagine see. my girls would have seen you like what in the world is he wearing yeah <laughs> i know man i've i've kind of noticed Zilla will tell you 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 struck a chord there because i've noticed like i'm really out of trend on a lot of stuff that i i still think i'm stuck in the, like the stuff that was popular when i was in my 20s 
I bought a pair of jogger sweatpants, and every time I put them on, I'm like, I don't probably need to wear these. I don't think I can pull these off. Your skinny ones. Yeah. Yeah, we've noticed. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think they need to be turned into shorts or something. I just need to take the scissors. They just cut them. Yeah, that that yeah. will definitely up the uh, stylish yeah. game, right? Just by cutting them. They were they were on like super sale. I bought them for like eight dollars. So I was like, well, for eight dollars, I'll try it. But man, it's questionable at best. Mm. Yeah. So what is what is the most other other out of fashion thing that you guys still wear? I've got a big gray pair of like the Sacconi that's basically like the big gray New Balance that was like the thing. I've still got them and will wear them from time to time, but I don't think that's a thing anymore. Sadly, I don't, I don't see know. young kids wearing them. I would still look at a pair and think those look great. Yeah, but anyway, that was that's probably my biggest fashion faux pas I've got going on. So when you cut your sweatpants up, that's what you're saying. I do. I did have a thing. We had a funny conversation where, speaking of wardrobes, do you remember, like I saw one of them popped up that apparently he's trying to make a big comeback. Is Do you do y'all remember the Big Johnson shirts? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's apparently, they're trying to make a comeback. But Big Johnson outboard. Yeah, they were always like vulgar. Mm-hmm. They weren't vulgar, but they were meant oh, to be vulgar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was always like Big Johnson mm-hmm. outboards, you you know, it was always a phrase that went with it. it was like super innuendo, but everybody had. You he's know. got a. He's got more than a two-stroke or something. Right, like that. exactly. It was always something like that. <laughs> so they're coming back. Yeah, I saw they're trying to make a big push back to get back in the game, but that and the. Do you remember all the the collegiate hats that always had like cocks on it and stuff like that? And be tiny letters yeah. would be South yeah. Carolina, but all you really saw was the big cocks on it. There were several of those. <laughs> That was another fashion faux pas, probably. So I'll tell you something I had to change as far as my fashion goes. I, I've always worn, like, I, I would say basketball-style shorts, like the ones that are a little bit long that come down to your knee or past your knee in some cases. And I'm a little, little bit on the shorter side of things. So, I mean, I had to, about a year ago, Timmy was like, she just bought me, like, a pair of, you know, shorter shorts that goes, you know, mid thigh or whatever. And I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't know about these. I I felt so self-conscious in it at first, but man, I'm totally like living the, the short shorts lifestyle now. It is tough for short guys. Those long, you, I have to try on shorts before I buy them now because I can't stand to get below the knee thing anymore. I can't, unless they're like basketball shorts are okay, but like any kind of dressier shorts. I mean, I'm, you, still, I'm still a little bit on the longer side, but Lance, do you have a pair of your shorter shorts on tonight? I mean, these are pretty short. I mean, you guys can just That's see all thigh. thigh right That's now. That's a lot of thigh. <laughs> I just took a glance at some white thigh meat. Some white thigh yeah, meat. Yeah. Well, it's well above the knee. Wears, What's the inseam? Because I, I'm I'm very particular about that. Like nothing less than ten inches for me. Are That's you serious? You We're talking about the inseam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So the my favorite. I have ones, long legs though. I mean, I, I feel uh, like I've got a, like. M- like these are ten. I think my favorite ones that I get off like the Chubby's website are either. Are you calling uh, me Chubby? Boy, we've yeah. just went down the road. Ten <laughs> five, inches and Chubby. Five, five and a half inches or six inches inseam. Oh, that can't. I cannot. I cannot do that. And that is very in. Like, I saw a guy like at a grocery store or something the other day, and I swear, dude, he had boxer shorts on. <laughs> like they were super tight. They look like boxer shorts. They look like boxer briefs is what he was wearing, but they were shorts and like a tight shirt. I'm like, what the hell are you wearing? So How is that in style? I'll keep this PG rated, but we were at the park, a park very close to here that families visit all the time. We took the kids by there one afternoon because we were coming through. 
and the kid, you know, you're sort of standing, all the parents hover around the perimeter, and the kids are just going crazy in the, on the playground and the swings and stuff. And Jessica leans into me and goes, you have to turn around and see what this guy's wearing. This guy had the same thing. They couldn't have been five-inch inseam, Uh-oh. but they were skin tight. And his genitalia oh boy. was perfectly outlined, and as he was bouncing the baby, <laughs> the twig and berries were bouncing too, just for the whole world to see. It was just like... So you finally realized what she was staring at Yeah, so I was long. like, what? I mean, come on, dude. I mean, they're t- they're just too tight when that... If, I don't need to see the outline. No, Good job keeping that PG, Kyle. Yeah. 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 Adam will fix yeah, that right. part. Yeah. Adam can fix it. But anyways, yeah, that, that's that's when your shorts are not Are right we still talking about Mad Sad Glad here, or do we veer Yeah, slightly? well, that's, that would make me sad. This was, yeah. I guess, a segue into the Glad, right? Yeah. Hey, I found a uh, Johnson t-shirt. You want me, you want me to read Johnson. it? Johnson. Yeah, let's see. Mm. Johnson mud tires. No holes too deep or sloppy when you're driving with a big Johnson. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a big Johnson t-shirt at his finest. Hey, uh, All right, so who's got something glad? I'll, I'll start it off. Um, I'm glad that uh, my daughter, Thea, turns three on Friday. Hey. I can't believe she's three. She's going to have a big uh, birthday party <laughs> at um, at like a gymnastics place in Gallatin, and it's kind of cool. I'm just excited to see all of her friends come out. I'm sure she's going to be very extra on that day like she's she's very sassy little girl yeah Um, she seems to ham it up yeah yeah so she's gonna have a good time but i've become a um she we 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 tried out ballet because she wanted to be a ballet dancer you know for for some reason and i even went to like ballet class with her and i was like all about it but after a while i was kind of like all right I, i don't know about this but now we've transitioned her into gymnastics and she loves gymnastics and i love gymnastics too it's like I mean, I always wanted to like, you know, go to basketball, football, all those things. But I love being at gymnastics practice with with my daughter. Like that's just been really fun for me to see her like swing from the bar and stuff. And I've just been so impressed with her. So just seeing her do that has has made me very glad. Um, that's and, some real athletes to do that, by the way. Yeah, it's Henry, hard. Henry did it for about a year. The, the teachers would sometimes warm up for everybody to see while you uh-huh. were there, and it's like, holy crap. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's hardcore, like, if you really get into it. Um, it For for me, it's kind of like prepping her for CrossFit one day. Yeah, so. yeah. That's it all. <laughs> it's just a big loop. Yeah. But the, <laughs> the, the, circle. the other thing that I want to mention about uh, my glad is about Jackson. Um, he, he just finished his, um, you know, school, school year or whatever this year, too. And since Father's Day is coming up um, – that's a reminder to you ladies out there. Make sure mm-hmm. you get yeah, your man some, right. something good for it's Father's Day. Nice. Um, so they they ask them, like, these series of questions, like, and put it on, like, a worksheet. And uh, as you can see, I'm just kind of showing the picture of him. They actually, like, dressed him up, like, as a, in a hat and oh, suit. Oh, nice. Made it look like he was, I guess, going to work or Here. something like his dad. But uh, it says, all about my dad. And so this uh, thing that he put together for me made me glad. So I'm going to read it. So, my dad's name is Daddy. My dad is, he said, seven years old. Sweet. My dad's favorite sport is, what do you think? What do you think he said? Well, if he's being honest, it's probably it's football. He said, he said running. And hey. I hate running. <laughs> but You he, love to watch runners, though, yeah. right? <laughs> but he, he redeemed himself on the next one. He said, my dad's job is to work out. Ah, so, nice. Nailed that part. My dad is so strong that he can lift a... School bus, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes something silly my dad does is he does tickle monster to me. And my favorite thing to do with my dad is 
to go upstairs and play games. Mm, So getting something like that from your son and just seeing the things that he really enjoys doing and spending time with you, oh, man, it just it really, really tugged at the heartstrings. It is a whole – like the last thing especially, it is a whole other – uh, since when when somebody asks your kid what, what's your favorite thing to do and they tell you something and you're like wow I didn't even know you like it's it. always, I didn't even know you noticed it's that. always the most insignificant yeah. thing things yeah. like uh, Jack's favorite thing we play superheroes in, the, in our bedroom where and he just basically <laughs> says he's Captain America and he runs and tackles me but that is his thing you have to do it every night oh that's hilarious it, yeah it's it's always those little things you have no idea. I always try to – I keep trying to keep those things, too, because I'm yeah. thinking one of these days when he's 15 and he's in his room and mm-hmm. behind the door he's flipping me birds because he's mad at me about something. Yeah. I, I'll go read that and feel a little better when he was three. Yeah, it's Four. getting framed. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. That's awesome. I've got something similar. Uh, one, you, Lance, you mentioned just seeing your, your kids do things. Like for me this weekend, and I think I told it on the podcast, and I know I told you mm-hmm. guys, but we took the season, spring season off from soccer. And – that's not a popular decision when the world, from the world's perspective, you know, taking right. your kids out of a sport, like they'll get behind something that they love and are passionate about. But we did it. Certainly don't regret it. It was a great um, family time for us. But it, we got invited to come back to a, a soccer tournament in Atlanta. Both boys, both their teams were going. And so we're like, you know what? We've taken enough time off. Let's go do it and have fun. And it just made both of us so glad to see them doing something that they love. And it's like it was a reminder to us, that, you know, as parents, that there are a lot of sacrifices you got to make, and there you don't always want to go to practices five days a week right. and take right. them to games, even though you love it. Uh, but it was just a reminder to us to do everything we can for them to support them in things that they love, and, and not to push them to in anything, but if they want to do it, yeah. support them. So. It definitely made us, uh, I would say, happy. So that's that's a glad. But the other one was uh, kind of going back to, to what Lance just shared. Grant uh, had a little homework packet come home, and he had a little vocabulary uh, in there. And so what they do each week, I think they have like 10 vocabulary words. They have to spell them, and then they have to pick out five of those words and write sentences using that word. It can be whatever comes to their mind. So Grant's, uh, one of the words was hottest. <laughs> and his sentence that he chose to use is, my dad has the hottest chest. <laughs> you do, like, by the way. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you. That's yeah. awesome. That peck dick is really paying <laughs> yeah, off yeah. for you. Yeah, those, so of course. dime-sized nipples you got yeah. going on there. Yeah, <laughs> we immediately read it, and of course we're cracking up. Oh, thinking yeah. like, what, what is the teacher That's thinking? <laughs> So Catherine texts her, and of course she's laughing. She's like, "Oh, I thought it was hilarious." But we get to talking to Grant. <laughs> Imagine the things they hear, though. Yeah. Oh, I mean, come yeah. on. Oh, right, yeah. So we get to talking to Grant, trying to re- see what his, you know, true intent was. And he was talking about he's like, whenever I, you know, lay down on, with on my head on you on the couch, your chest is always so hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> makes a little bit more <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Temperature yeah. thing. So <laughs> yeah. You do have a hot chest. Though, yeah, that's right? pretty good. Mine is kind of a uh, a little bit of a two-stage, two, one with my kids, but one kind of a broader perspective. On, on the kid front, my same, sort of same thing, Emory uh, received a citizenship award, which is kind of an award they give out to, I don't know, it's a couple, three kids in each grade. I don't, I don't know exactly how many it is, but it's pretty exclusive award, and her teacher just mm-hmm. sent us a picture of it, and it basically she said, hey, just to let y'all know, she's always like, 
helping other kids or if there's a kid struggling she'll take it upon herself to get up and, and help them or help them read something or she's always just kind of taking time out of out of whatever she's doing to help somebody else and this is she actually won it in kindergarten as well so just really proud of her she's she's become she's an extremely caring person even though her and her brother can fight like cats and dogs she's still she's a very caring person and it's most of the time unprompted she's she's very kind to other people so that really makes me uh makes me glad and on kind of a bigger global perspective this past weekend as everybody knows i'm a huge golf nerd kind of guy but i i got really enthralled in watching the pga championship this weekend where the old man phil mickelson won i've never been i like phil but i've never been a huge guy but if you haven't got a chance, if you're a sports person, at least go back and watch kind of the scene on the 18th hole. That never happens in golf anymore. You see old footage of where people kind of used to rush up the fairways, but they don't let them do that anymore. Actually, they kind of let it get out of hand over the thing. But on a broader perspective, not even the golf part of it, it was for me like a reality check that like, man, life is sort of returning to normal when you've got that. And the, and the drone <laughs> pictures of it really – just so many people there. The crowd was was rowdy, and you're starting to see it at sporting events again. But man, it's it feels so good to not have. There was no talk of COVID during the whole thing, and the crowd and all that. It wasn't. It was just mm -hmm. we're back to sports. It's wild. It's crazy. This crazy things happening. A 50 year old man's fixing to win a major championship. So, on a broader perspective, man, I sure am glad life is returning to normal. Mm -hmm. On not only every front sports front home front you know it's just it's really good I, I look forward to going back to my big first sporting event you know watching the titans this fall or I'm, i've actually got two tickets to go to ut's home opener so super excited about that kind of stuff go to a concert just mm -hmm. I'm glad man let's get back to normal yeah showing the uh, we we're talking about the predators earlier but showing that that playoff game and in, in that full house i think it was the Largest, largest crowd, largest NHL crowd of the yeah. season, I think. And yeah. Taylor Lewan going nuts at the beginning, oh, yeah. awesome, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like you know the the the, the sad thing is that for a second you're like, is that is that right? Like, Are first they supposed of all, to do this? First of all, is that current? Right. Or is that like two years ago? Yeah, and you it's like, check. wait a minute, that's okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what we've that's what we've become. You're like, yeah. wait a minute, that's not right. I'll be. It exciting, it'll be man. wild to look back in twenty years at like sporting events that sort of happened in that frame of where, yeah. you know, whether it's the NBA where the the fans were digital boards or you know PGA just had no fans they were just playing golf or especially whatever. the early part yeah like the, like the the NBA championship last year when they didn't have the screens yeah. and they set up it was just a empty building that yeah. was the weirdest of all it's you gonna know? be wild explaining that in like twenty or thirty years yeah. of that whole era of that especially in sports. But anyways, yeah, glad glad life's coming back. As long as it doesn't repeat, we'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, I'll end it with my glad is also on a father thing. And um, one of them is Ella. She won a citizenship award as well. And I was looking at the words on it. And it said it was she was the only one in her class that won it, which was, you know, it's kind of an exciting thing. And it says you accept responsibility for your actions. You, you uh, use kind words and you have good manners. And it's like, well, not at home. She doesn't. But right. It's, uh, Where that, do those come from? Yeah, that makes you feel good. But the other thing was we were at a restaurant Friday night and we're waiting on our food to get delivered or whatever. And she pulls out this little notebook and she just starts writing. Like we're not even really paying attention to what she's doing. And she goes, here, look, about five minutes later. And she had written a letter to one of her teachers that I mean, like, made me tear up just about how special she thought she was and how kind, and how funny. 
like golly man you do have a heart like yeah. you have a really good heart and it just those are the things like you like we we're talking about earlier with jackson it's like those are the things when you when you start seeing that from a different perspective you don't see them as leaving their crap all over the floor or not right. listening to you or shooting nerf guns up in the hall it's like you know, you start seeing what other people see right. with your own kids. Right. It, it's completely different perspective. You forget to realize your kids have a whole existence yeah. outside of your walls. Oh, I yeah. mean, when they go to school they're, or their church or what they're, whatever they're doing, they exist as a human on their own in that environment. Yeah. And it is rewarding <clears throat> to get stuff back like that. Like, hey, I'm a complete failure when it comes to a parent, but I'm hitting on a couple good things here. <laughs> <laughs> I raised a good citizen, at least for this semester. Yeah, so. right. But anyways, yeah, that's awesome. All right, so we hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. We hope uh, y'all have a good start to the summer. You know, Memorial Day has passed, and that was kind of the kickoff of summer. It looks like the world's back to normal, or at least getting close to it, which is pretty awesome feeling, but... One other good thing I wanted to share that, that kind of happened over the last couple of weeks that kind of was a reality check for me as a parent. Uh, my youngest is three years old, and he's a he's a chatter. He never really shuts up, quite honestly. But something he said just um, unsolicited, actually. We were riding back from church, and uh, he decided to tell me. He said, Dad, I need to tell you something. I said, what is it, son? He said, uh, did you know that Jesus died on the cross? I said, yeah. I said, why why did he do that jack and he said to save us all so that kind of just you know almost kind of really brought a tear to my eye and still still sort of does choke me up when i think about it just just when you think sometimes things aren't getting through to to a young mind and you really kind of wonder sometimes what they actually hear and what they process uh just take that to note that that's something he picked up from his little sunday school class where they color their hand uh, and make a turkey and and do all the little things and glue popsicle sticks together and you think boy that uh are they really getting anything out of that and the answer is yes because at three years old my son dropped some serious knowledge about jesus dying on the cross for our sin so just always know that the little things you do with your kids and the and the little moments that they might be gluing popsicle sticks together in bible class to make a cross all that really does count and it matters in the grand scheme of things So have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. The denominators are Ryan Smith, Kyle Binkley, Lance Jones, and me, Adam Ray. Thanks to Chet Roberts for providing our music. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at CommonPod. That's C-O-M-M-E-N. P-O-D. And if you have a question or a comment for our group, or you'd like to submit an idea for a future podcast, please email us at commondenominators at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N denominators at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.